Live from Daytona Beach, Florida, this is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone. Coming to you live from Racing's North Turn on the Beach. It is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone, and we are live here tonight in the heart of Daytona Bike Week 2017. And wherever you may be, if you're within the sound of my voice, if you're not in Daytona Beach, let me tell you, it's going to be huge numbers this year. Uh, early estimates, they thought they'd have close to half a million. I believe it's going to be bigger than that before the week's out. A couple days of rain. Now we've got some little cooler temperatures coming. We've also got the debut of the new American flat track coming to Daytona TT under the lights in the trioval at the World Center of Racing. Daytona International Speedway this Thursday night, and we're going to talk about that a great deal. Going in-depth with three of the top stars of American Flat Track here tonight, one from the Indian uh, team, the newly formed Indian team, one from the factory Harley-Davidson team, and one who I think could be a spoiler this year at Daytona and may win it on a Kawasaki. Who's that? Well, we'll talk about that as the show progresses. I am Barry, and this uh, show we thank the folks at Racing's North Turn. We want to thank you, though, the listeners first. Thank you so much. I mean, I know, like, I'm not Sean Hannity. I'm not going to talk politics with you, though I would like to. Um, but coming up just after this show, the great one, Michael Savage, will be on WNDB. So hang in there, folks, and just enjoy a little bike week and enjoy a little talking motorcycles with Barry Boone, and we hope you do. The show is happening because of two individual companies that stepped up this week to make all three of these shows happen, last night at 8, tonight at 8, and tomorrow night at 8 p.m., and that would be, first and foremost, a brand-new event for Day Daytona Bike Week, the Concrete Clash on the Coast, presented by Harley-Davidson, happening uh, this Friday night, the 17th. It's going to be at the unbelievably beautiful Ocean Center here in Daytona. World-class facility right on the beach side on A1A, just off Main Street. Only costs $15 to get in and watch uh, professionals and rank amateurs. Who, are, who The rank amateurs will race their street motorcycles on smooth concrete, and it is insanity, and you just got to come and see the pros and people like you and I that ride on the street racing a little short, flat, round track uh, at Ocean Center for only 15 bucks. Bring the whole family because it's that kind of deal. Racing will start at 5. And the other presenting sponsor of this show here this, these, this all week, really, is Ross Myers Daytona Harley-Davidson. Uh, they're located out on, uh, well, they're, on, they're everywhere. They're on Main Street. Uh, they also have uh, their big, ma the major dealership out by A1A and US1. Uh, we know it as Destination Daytona. They're there. They've got all kinds of stuff going on. I'll talk to you a little bit more about that a little bit later on in the show. But tomorrow's going to be a massively huge day at Ross Myers Daytona Harley. Suffice to say, New Smyrna Beach is open as well. Uh, so you could go down there and get all changes. You can get a new tire if you need one. Whatever happens, uh, they're going to be there for you for uh, sales, service, and parts all week long here at Bike Week assisting you. And believe me, they're ready. 
Uh, also, so that's it. So tonight's show is going to be flat track. With no further ado, though, we have a very special guest we want to bring on board, a man who I haven't had the opportunity to stand toe-to-toe with or talk with for what seems like two years, uh, though we have communicated quite a bit. But Paul James is here uh, with the Harley-Davidson Motor Company, Paul's product portfolio manager, uh, and works in the Holly Secretive Design Engineering Department where you can't take a cell phone in. You have to have some kind of security clearance. I couldn't go in there, folks, and you couldn't either. And it's a wonder uh, of wonders they let Paul James go in there. But they do. But, Paul, thanks for being here tonight, and congratulations on the uh, new XG750. It is a bike that I think the market's ready for. I said that last night. It's strikingly beautiful uh, Street 750 version. Ho, 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 got to get you up where you can Okay, be. how about that? Ho, testing one, two, Mike, check, Mike, check. It is an awesome motorcycle. Um, you know, at Harley-Davidson, we're on a mission to launch 50 new exciting bikes in the next five years, and this is just the start. So here at Daytona, uh, it's the debut of the XG750A, the new street rod, and also the Road King Special, which is an awesome hot rod bagger. And, of course, this is the uh, first time that people are having a chance to demo the new Milwaukee 8 touring uh, motorcycles here at Daytona Bike Week. So Okay, so we've seen two new models. That means that you know you have personal firsthand knowledge of 48 additional models. And I'm sure that Harley wouldn't mind one bit if you'd go ahead and just tell us about one or two of them. Well, I can tell you about the two that we have here. <laughs> well, but yeah, the rest you have to wait. We talked about the Road King Special a lot last night. It's blacked out. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really a handsome motorcycle. Yeah. I think it feeds off the, in a distant cousin of way, I think it feeds off of the garage builder, sure. hipster market that's coming of age right now in motorcycling, and I think you guys are smart for tapping right into the heart of that. Yeah, it's blacked out. It's got some awesome, cool wheels, uh, stretch bags, and it's very minimal in its approach. It's a hot rod bagger through and through. Uh, when you ride it, it just puts you in a very in-control riding position, and uh, you know how road kings are. They're very light steering and easy to handle, and thing cuts a mean profile it's, if, a, it's a really fun if bike you like ride. chrome you'll have to buy a rec standard road king <laughs> uh, because it is blacked out but i do like the minor kind of brushed aluminum looking touches that are here and there on the motorcycle on the dashboard for example and down the air cleaner i think that gives it a real cool look yeah it's got some nice machine turn finishes on the air cleaner and on the uh, console so it isn't totally blacked out but it's got some nice bits and pieces that we like to call, you know, second and third reads on motorcycles where the customers can kind of, oh, here, that looks beautiful. You see something else, like peeling the layers off of an onion, so to speak. Um, The new, I'm backing up to the XG for a minute. Um, I like some things about the bike that uh, I see as real standouts. If you haven't seen this motorcycle, folks, and, and whatever age you are and whatever kind of style you like, if you really want something that is street-level, street-smart, uh, it's going to be worth a look. And you can see more at HarleyDavidson.com or H-D.com, however, uh, that will get you there. And you can see detailed look at this bike. But, Paul, the use of this is the flat black one, and the, the minor kind of carbon fiber almost looking touches on the tank. It's got a little bikini fairing up front. It's kind of got a track tail section in the back. But when you get away from the styling and you really look deeper, I don't know what size those disc brake rotors are, but it's got two massive rotors up front. Yeah, dual disc brakes, upside-down uh, front fork, a 17-inch wheel. 
Um, it, it really has a, a very strong performance slant to it. It was really nimble and fun to ride. It's got piggyback rear shocks, and uh, you mentioned that little fly screen that kind of takes the wind off your chest. Uh, nice drag bar and puts you in a really <laughs> aggressive riding position. It's really a nimble and fun motorcycle. And back to this whole flat track show that we're doing here tonight. From a marketing perspective, I guess it's just a no-brainer that with now the twins running in the uh, AFT twins class all year long. And if you don't know that, folks, uh, in flat track this year at American Flat Track, which you used to know as AMA Pro Flat Track, the expert-level riders are all going to be on twins at every track, including the TT for the first time here at Daytona in the infield in the trialable. Uh, the XG750R will be on the racetrack Thursday night. They can go out National Speedway and ride the XG750A tomorrow, right? Yeah, that, that powertrain, that's the Revolution X liquid cool powertrain, four-valve head. Uh, that's the powertrain that uh, will be racing in that XG750R on the Harley-Davidson factory um, flat track team. And uh, that is the same powertrain that we're using in the street rod. And it uh, it really is a fun motorcycle. It's a, it's a ripper motor. It's I, I rode one uh, last year uh, before this model came out. But I rode one last Biketoberfest. Very impressed with how it built power. I like. I would have liked to have got the rear end a little higher off the ground. I would like to have had the front a little lower. I would have liked to have had better brakes. And boom, it's on my screen right here on my laptop, and I'm loving it. And if you guys want to send one down to Daytona for the wife and I to enjoy for the next year or five, uh, we'll take one. I can tell you. We'd, and, and on social media, I posted it up on the Talking Motorcycles Facebook page and the Barry Boone personal page. You can go there, too, and like us if you want to. That's how you learn about our shows, which happen all year long, not just during Bike Week on WND be we're on the internet the rest of the year but uh you can go there and and I, so i posted it up you know shared one of harley's things and two or three people said i want one i want one when can i get one harley will you give me one but they almost are i was looking at the msrp on it now i can't remember but i think it was like 89.95 or i shouldn't even be quoting this it's uh, actually a 86.99 86.99 in black right. okay and so it's it's got a lot of bang for the buck and you know i said uh, we're doing demos at the speedway all week from 9 a.m to 4 30 p.m you can come and ride the new Street Rod, come and ride the new Road King Special, come and ride the new Milwaukee 8 Touring Bikes. And I'll tell you what, we've been having record crowds at our demos, and people are loving these new bikes. I'm out of time, but I want to tell you that uh, the motor company has provided us for the last three or four years with a brand-new Harley to ride uh, for about six or eight months. And uh, this year it's a 2017 Milwaukee 8 Powered Ultra Classic. And, Paul, that particular motorcycle, that engine has completely changed the touring class of Harleys. And I, I'm not just I'm not selling anything. I'm just saying to any of you that ride motorcycles, if you ride BMW K1600, if you ride R1200 RTs, uh, if your bent is a little more towards European, or if you're an Indian looking at Indian or considering any other brand, Highly recommend you either go out to Ross Myers or go down to the Daytona International Speedway. They've got a ton of those bikes for you to ride. Go see for yourself if the new Milwaukee 8 is not the game changer. I'm telling you it is, and I'll give you your money back on the test ride that, that you do. <laughs> oh, they're free, aren't they, Paul? They are free. Paul, best of luck to you and all up in Milwaukee and York and everywhere else, and, and mainly best of luck this Thursday night at uh, Daytona TT, American Flat Track. Thanks, and, Barry. And I'm going to have two tickets to that to give away just after we come back from this break that we're getting ready to go to. Paul, enjoy. Thank you for being here tonight, and have a great bike week. Will do. Thanks, Barry. Paul James, he is the product portfolio manager, and no, it doesn't appear he's going to hand me a new XG750A, but I want one, and I'm going to keep trying. Real quick note about Racing's North Turn. Um, 
if you've been here before, if you haven't, whether we are here or not, I highly recommend you come. And if you're somewhere else up in the snowy New England states getting blizzard conditions right now, the next time you come to Daytona Beach, please come to Racing's North Turn because it's family-owned and they are the nicest people I may have ever met in a, in a restaurant anywhere, and I'm not exaggerating one bit. Beyond that... You can get a taste of Daytona racing history here. There are walls of photographs of racing motorcycles on the beach, racing motorcycles here, uh, right here. This is located at the point of turn uh, three and four, what they call the north turn on the beach. And you can even, looking back at the old pictures when they were racing the 200 on the beach, you can see this building. Uh, i got to recommend uh, the Redfish. I had it tonight for dinner. And it was fantastic. Uh, the goal here for these folks has always been to fur serve their food, which is as, as spectacular as the history and the views. And uh, I tell you what, I think they've achieved that, though the history and the views are amazing. Supercharged shrimp tacos are great as well. As we go to break, I will tell you that, ironically, it wasn't scheduled, but Paul James was on. And this is uh, the portion of the show that was brought to you by the Harley-Davidson Motor Company. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. Thanks for all the tweets and Facebook stuff and just supporting what we're doing out here at Racing's North Turn on 93.5. We are going to take a break. You are listening to the flagship station of MRN Radio, and we will be right back with much, much more. Your ride is more than just miles. It's a mission to squeeze more freedom out of every click of the odometer. Introducing the 2017 Touring Bikes from Harley-Davidson. The powerful all-new Milwaukee 8 engine delivers 10% more torque for quicker acceleration. Paired with a new suspension that gives you more comfort and control on every ride. What does uncompromised freedom feel like? Why don't you find out for yourself? Discover more at h-d.com and live your legend. Compared with original equipment, 2016 Touring Models. When an automobile driver hits a motorcyclist, what is the first thing the driver says? I didn't see them. That's right after they have suddenly turned left into your path. When we crash our motorcycle, what is the first thing we say? I didn't see it in time. Could have been a deer, a decreasing radius corner, sand, or debris in your lane. The simple fact is most motorcycle accidents are preventable. And that is why I bury Boone of Talking Motorcycles recommends clear water lights. The ability to see and be seen on our motorcycle is exactly how we prevent avoidable motorcycle accidents. When you call Clearwater Lights, you will speak to a real live person who specializes in you and quality products. Clearly, there's a brighter idea. Check them out at clearwaterlights.com. We welcome you back to Racing's North Turn on the Beach, FM 93.5, AM 1150, WNDB, the flagship station of MRN Radio. You may not know this, but MRN was basically founded and formed right there in the studio, downtown Daytona. It's very cool. This portion of the program is brought to you by Clearwater Lights. If you want to be seen in traffic, if you want to be able to see at night just like daylight, um, 
then you should, by all means, go to clearwaterlights.com and check it out. Tonight's American Flat Track Show, and I'm about to bring in one of the sport's biggest stars over the last several years, um, probably one of the hard-headedest guys you've ever met, and maybe one of the most determined individuals you've ever met, and he's uh, embarked on a brand-new era of his career. If you have a question for uh, this guest here tonight or a comment you would like to make, I have a pair of tickets to the Daytona TT on Thursday night in my grubby little paw, and we will make arrangements to get them to you. This is not a station giveaway. This is a Talking Motorcycles giveaway, so we're not following any rules. Whether you've won or not on WNDB, it doesn't matter. So let's bring him in with no further ado. The Jammer, Jared Meese, joins us here on WNDB. Welcome aboard, sir. How are you? Ah, great, guys. How you guys doing? Man, we're good, Jared. I know it's been a little crazy for you. Uh, after all those years of riding the uh, Harley-Davidson XR750 and doing it so well, uh, now you're going to find yourself Thursday uh, down at Daytona straddling the uh, brand-new uh, Indian. And uh, you know what? I think the bike is beautiful. It's the FTR750, folks. If you haven't seen the new Indian Scout FTR, you got to take a look at it. How you feel, Jared, about uh, getting things started for the 2017 year here at Daytona? I'm feeling really good, you know, pretty excited to get going. A lot of hype for the uh, offseason about Harley versus Indian and, uh, you know, as well as the other riders out there. You know, a lot of things have changed um, and uh, made made things different and spicy. You know, I think, you know, of course, you know, one being the the twins on the TTs, Indian coming in, uh, somewhat of a new format. The Daytona TT, you know, uh, right where the, the heartland of racing is, right there at the Daytona International Speedway. So pretty exciting stuff to get going. You know, we've always come down for years of, uh, for my entire career with, with double short tracks. And, um, you know, it was kind of a big thing of moving from Municipal Stadium over to the Speedway. But, you know, we still weren't inside the main speedway and now we we get to to be inside you know the heart of racing right there and and cross the the finish line where the daytona 500 crosses and where the supercross crosses so you know it's pretty exciting and uh you know win lose or draw on thursday it's definitely going to be um a chapter in my career book that i'm going to be proud of to to say that i raced inside the daytona international speedway you know, Jammer, I, th I think it's true of even fans. You know, I think everybody that loves flat track the way we all do, uh, we look at this opportunity to be under the lights in the trial at Daytona International Speedway as the big deal it is. And, you know, historically, this has always been a short track deal down here at the Coliseum uh, out at Daytona Municipal Stadium. And uh, in the last several years uh, at Daytona outside of the speedway, you know, outside of turn uh, one. And to be under the lights, you know, the big lights and starring and on uh, NBCSN is going to be a big deal, too. But. So uh, in the off season, uh, first of all, you had a little injury earlier. I think a collarbone or something. Are you 110 percent ready to go and kick some butt at Daytona? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a small little training incident and um, had surgery and got the thing all buttoned up. And since then, went to uh, Australia in January and uh, was able to pick up uh, my second Troy Bayless Classic win. So uh, that kind of proved to me and I think everybody that we were back 100 percent. And uh, had a great, great off-season in training. You know, over the years, I've always been in charge of my uh, 450 singles program. And uh, even though I had a lot of fun building the bikes and all that stuff, it was still a lot of stress and pressure and whatnot through the off-season. And, you know, this year I didn't have that. I was, uh, you know, fortunate to put all my effort into to training and riding the FTR. And, 
and uh, had a had a great, relaxing, uh, hard-working uh, off-season. So uh, mentally and physically, I feel as prepared as ever, if not uh, the best. So um, I'm really excited to climb on the, the new FTR on Thursday. And, uh, you know, finally physically be able to race it for the first time. You know, I've got a lot of laps on it last year, testing it, and uh, some lap, laps for sure in the off-season. But, you know, physically racing it uh, at a Grand National level, I don't have any laps on it. I, I was fortunate to put some outlaw races together at the end of the year last year after the season was over and uh, was able to have some quick success on it. So pretty excited. Um, you, I'm glad to hear you got some seat time on it. I didn't know, you know, how much you'd had. And there have been, of course, the rumor mill is always running 250 miles an hour. It's always faster than all of us. And there have been reports of some engine breakage or something going on mechanically on the bike. Are you feeling confident in your motorcycle coming to Daytona to kick things off Thursday? Uh, I think, like you said, there were all rumors. You have really solid right out of the gate. And um, Excellent. Excellent. You know, I, I was really impressed with uh, how much homework was done. I mean, you know, to build a custom motorcycle and engine from scratch and to not have hardly any failures at all is is amazing. You know, yeah, we had a few glitches and stuff like that, but heck, you can buy a, a motorcycle off the showroom floor and have glitches, you know, 100 miles in. So I uh, was very fortunate that um, the whole Indian motorcycle, uh, you know, squad did, a, did an amazing job and uh, prepared us all with amazing motorcycles and you know, we're really excited to get going. Our guest is Jared Mees, 30 years old, uh, married to a Grand National expert as well, his wife, Nicole. By the way, say hey to Nicole from all of us, all right? Will do. Hey, and uh, so Jared is a, folks, he is a three-time series champion. Uh, he's been Twins champion and everything else, but he's three-time Grand National champion, uh, two in a row. You lost a squeaker last year in a, a dogfight right to the checkered flag at the season championship at Santa Rosa. And, I know one thing about Jared Mees. I know you want to take home the hardware and the check at the end of 2017 and have bragging rights to the title. It must be pretty tense in a way uh, for all of you guys, The not just the Harley team and the Indian team, but everybody else too. Starting at Daytona is enough. But for you, uh, you've been in a dogfight for the championship now for several years in a row. Um, how do you see this championship playing out here in 2017? Well, I mean, there are always dogfights. There's no doubt. I mean, even if uh, you, you clinch it, a, you know, a race early or something, it's a dogfight, especially in the beginning. I mean, we're all starting equal. Everybody that starts on that starting line and everybody that pulls in that pit Thursday morning has got the same amount of points, zero. So we're tied. So, I mean, we get going. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, I've been fortunate to be able to fight for a title for a lot of years, I think since 2006. And, I, you know, I got hurt in 08 in 2013, so I was out of a championship fight. But pretty much since 2006, the years that I've been healthy, I've been a, a championship contender all the way to the end, basically. So I uh, expect no different. I hope no different. I can tell you that. And, um, you know, it you know, it'd be a dream come true to, to, to link it up and, and to clinch it a few races early. That's everybody's dream. But uh, if it goes to the last race on the last lap like it did at Santa Rosa, uh, we're prepared for it, and um, that's, that's what makes it exciting. You know, unfortunately, last year we had uh, a couple things go south on us at the very end, and we came up oh so short of uh, Santa Rosa, and there's not a day goes by that that race does not pop in my head for something, for me to do something different on my end, or I could have approached it this way or that way, but 
at the end of the day, we didn't get the job done, and uh, the Howard Smith team did at that time. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, it was uh, it was a bitter moment, and, and it's uh, it's hard to, to swallow that one at the end of the year. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm excited, and it was um, a great opportunity. And just to be a part of something like that, to be that type of battle, it was, uh, that was something to be, you know, to, be, to, to remember. Well, you are a fierce competitor and a really smart guy, and you do not need Barry Boone as your riding coach. But if you don't mind unsolicited, uh, dude, time to turn the page. 2016 was yesterday, so yesterday. And uh, Thursday night begins 2017. And, and i got to tell you, all of us here at Talking Motorcycles are really, really excited about seeing the whole Harley versus Indian battle begin. I also wonder if it's not going to be some Kawasaki uh, playing a role in things this year, especially Daytona perhaps, because it's a total crapshoot. None of us know how that TT is going to be. And I'm just wishing you all the best for a safe, a healthy, and a most competitive year, uh, Jared. Thank you so much for being on with us here today tonight on WNDB and Talking Motorcycles. Yeah, I uh, look forward to seeing you guys over there at the uh, opening round of Daytona TT. You know, uh, Thursday, I mean, it's history in the making, no matter, no matter who wins, so uh, be there. That's absolutely right. So, folks, Jared Mee says be there. You need to be there. You can find out more about him and follow him on Jared Mee's Racing on Facebook, and you'll be glad you did. Great guy and uh, certainly one of the most fierce competitors the sport has ever seen, and you will see what I'm talking about when you show up for the Daytona TT uh, this coming Thursday, and we hope that you do. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break here in just a moment. We've got our second guest. Our third guest on the show uh, is in the green room. He's got his feet kicked up on the coffee table. He's got him a nice cold beverage there, and he's just chilling, waiting to come on. And as we get set to go to break, I want to tell you this portion of the show has been brought to you by our friends at Clearwater Lights. And for those of you in the industry that know Glenn Stasky, uh, I don't speak of the sponsor people and our relationships on a friendly friendship basis personally often, but I'm going to tell you, this man is doing so many things right now to help people that are building great bikes and doing great things within the industry. Hats off to Glenn Stasky at Clearwater Lights. What is his best invention from Barry Boone's perspective? It is the Erica. I have a set on one motorcycle. I'm getting ready to add a set on another. These new lights produce a whopping 6,000 lumens each. State-of-the-art electronics. Technology operating six high power LEDs and durable CNC machined aluminum housings, each delivering a tremendous light output with very modest power consumption. Your motorcycle will hardly know they're on from a power consumption basis. But believe me, the oncoming traffic will know that you have them on. And when you pull out into that darkness and flip them on, you will have daylight right in front of you in your field of vision. This portion brought to you by Clearwater. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Hammer and Hank Wiles, national number 17, will be sliding sideways here in the Talking Motorcycles. You're listening to the flagship station of MRN Radio, WNDB, and we will be right back to Racing's North Turn on the beach. We have another great guest after Henry, Kenny Coolbeth Jr., to join us late in the program for the Factory Harley team. We'll be back.
If you ride a motorcycle, one day you may go down, and it won't be your fault. Don't just call anyone. Call Russ Brown Motorcycle Attorneys at 1-800-FOR-BIKERS. I'm Attorney Russ Brown. I've been fighting for the rights of bikers for over 30 years. As a rider myself, I know what you're going through. We know how to get you the compensation you deserve for your injuries and damages. If you go down, call Russ Brown. Call 1-800-FOR-BIKERS. Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. Is this fun or what? I want to say thank you to WDB for including all of us motorcyclists here in the uh, Daytona Bike Week region uh, on their station. And my, my personal goal is to make WNDB your Bike Week radio home. And uh, we hope you like the show. We hope you like what we're doing. If you have thoughts about the show, if you want to know more about Flat Track, if you just want to talk to us, feel free to pick the phone up. Call uh, 386-239-0033. And you just might win a valuable prize, too. We have some, a few really cool things to give away and i'm not going to tell you what they are this portion of the talking motorcycles program is powered by our good friends at dunlop motorcycle tires they manufacture they're the only manufacturer that makes tires in america for your motorcycle whatever you ride and if you call during this segment i might have a really special gift for you just want you to know the number 386-239-0033 and now it's time to bring in our third guest on the show our second american flat track expert level rider uh he is from Wynn, michigan just had a birthday a couple of days ago this past Saturday, turned 33 years young. He is the man who now holds the distinction of winning the Grand National at the Peoria TT. It's an outdoor tourist trophy, left turns, right turns, and a jump, just like what we're going to have Thursday at Daytona. He has won it, folks, 12 years in a row in a sport where nobody wins a single race, seldom do they win one twice in a row. To win it 12 times is almost impossible, but this man has done it. The question is, can he win the Daytona TT? And we're going to ask him right now, national number 17. His name is Henry Wiles. Out on the tour, he's known as Hammer and Hank Wiles. Henry, welcome aboard. Can you win the Daytona TT? Hey, Barry, thanks for having me. I, I think I can. I think there's a, a real possible shot that we can get the job done. I do, too. In fact, uh, I haven't told anybody this, but um, I, I'm going to go ahead now and make a prediction that um, I do believe that it could very well be Henry Wiles. If I had to place money on a, on a rider to win Daytona TT, Henry, I, I'm not playing favorites here. I love so many of these guys and have so much respect for every single rider that straps their leathers on and straps that helmet on and will race uh, on Thursday at Daytona and 16 or 18 other times this year, but... When it comes to these TTs, you've got things figured out, and you're going to be riding a pretty good horse. Tell us about your Kawasaki, who owns it, and who you're riding for, and what's up. Uh, yeah, uh, Dan Calkins, DPC Racing. They've, uh, he's stepped up to the plate, and uh, he's furnished me with some motorcycles. And uh, Eddie Atkins has uh, put those together, and we've got some additional help coming in from uh, 
you know, kind of putting a team together that's going to help me get to all the races now. And uh, we're going to be working hard to get everything dialed in. We got a little bit of a late start, but uh, Jake, uh, Slick Willie, Mad Dog Racing, and uh, Wilson Fab and Industries, a bunch of people coming in to, um, you know, help make my program a full program. And I'm excited about that. We're uh, maybe not quite where we want to be as far as all the testing, but I think a lot of people are in that same boat right now. And I think uh, from the little bit of riding that I have done on the motorcycles that, you know, we're going to be right there in the hunt. One thing I've wondered, um, out on the national tour uh, on all the twins rounds, and, of course, in 2017, one big change, uh, folks, that's going to happen is the expert-level riders, the top level of the sport, AFT1 riders, are all going to be on twin-cylinder motorcycles at every round, as they will at Daytona. Uh, in the past, they've ran single-cylinder engines, uh, 450 Hondas, for example, at places where they run the real short tracks and TTs. This is going to be a little different. Everybody's on twins. And my question for you, Henry, uh, you've ridden everything. You've ridden Ducatis. You've ridden the uh, Harley XR750. Uh, you've ridden a little bit of everything out there in your career. Uh, now on the Kawasaki, uh, it seems to me the Kawasaki may have power characteristics and handling more like a, a DTX or a dirt track like s- single than any of the other twins. And maybe that's just my perception. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, no, you, you hit the nail on the head. You know, I, I agree with you 100%. And the, the Kawasaki does have a little faster acceleration. But, you know, the downfall of that is that it could break the tire loose a little bit easier. So, you know, there's you got to take all that into consideration. And, you know, I think uh, depending on how how well the track stays together or, you know, hopefully it doesn't get one line. Hopefully it's multi-line racing and we can put on a real good show for the fans. But, you know, that's going to come down to track prep. And, uh, you know, I know they're limited on some space and the track design is what it is. But, um, you know, part Turn, of that are is you, are you rep- the, Are you thinking – so, Henry, are you thinking kind of a little bit about turn one because it looks like it's kind of at the end of a stretch and then it's like a paperclip? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to be tight. I know the the first the first turn is going to be very tight. Uh, looks like we wrap around there pretty good and you send 18 of us off barreling into that corner, you know, and we're all going to be, you know, trying to shoot for that inside pole, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, we'll, we'll know more on race day, but... Um, it's it's definitely going to be tight. Uh, hopefully there's uh, some good runoff room there because I don't know if everybody's going to make that first corner. <laughs> right. Um, I, I don't either. That definitely could be a trouble spot. You've raced Daytona many times over at Daytona Short Track and I think out at Municipal Stadium too. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. That's where I was. All right, so Daytona was uh, out at the uh, Memorial Stadium there. Let me get inside of your bell helmet head for a minute. Well, you may not wear bells. I do. But let me get inside yeah. of your head for a minute. Um, I wear bells. As a rider, so you might not be able to project how you're going to feel. You know, sometimes we don't know till we get in a situation. But you've been down at Municipal Stadium. You've been outside of the banking in turn one, out at the little short track out there that Jim France built. Now uh, you're going to be in the trial under the lights with perhaps four times as many people, uh, we hope, in attendance as has ever been or in modern era at flat track 
And with all the media that's going to be there and all the new attention that's focused on American Flat Track, do you think that rider uh, nerves or pre-race jitters are going to uh, be a problem for some of the riders or not? Um, yeah, it, it definitely could be. You know, I guess I haven't thought about that because I've been on a, you know, a lot of different scenes. I've been on small scenes and and had some more nerves, you know, and and then vice versa. Been on pretty big scenes and didn't didn't you know have the maybe the nerves or the butterflies that you'd think uh, one should. So you know, I think it just all kind of depends on the situation and you know when I think the the anxiety and the um, the butterflies, if you will, I guess, is always a little higher when you go into a race knowing it's your race to lose. And I've went into a lot of those, <laughs> knowing that, all right, today's your day. You know, you're going to win this race, and um, it's your race to lose. And I don't mean that in a cocky or arrogant way, but um, I just I knew going into a lot of races that, you know, it was it was my day to capitalize, my day to get paid, and um, you know, you uh, I, I've capitalized and I've done my job a lot of days. So, um, you know, hopefully we can take that into uh, this season and you know have the bikes where they need to be and uh, make my job a little bit easier on some of these. And but I'm really excited. Like I said, we've got some new people that uh, coming on to the team that I think are really going to make it exciting for me. It's really kind of, you know, breathe, breathe a little life into me for sure. And uh, I think if we can get a few things figured out early, uh, that's not going to be good for the rest of the field. What would you – oh, man, there's two things you've said uh, that indicate it may not be good for the rest of the field. That's the second. Um, what what would be your advice for a, uh, a first-year rookie expert, a- AFT Twins rider coming into this race at Daytona? If you, if you could just sit down and tell them anything uh, to kick their year off in a positive way, what would you tell them? Stay out of my way. I love it. Damn it. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, um, new tournament style. I got a couple more minutes here, one or two. Let me ask you this. Now the tension is really up at Daytona TT. It's a new format. If you don't make it out of the heat race, you put the thing back in the truck and you go sit in the stands and buy you a Coke and watch. Pressure? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's like that for everybody, though. So um, I'm really curious. I'm, I'm really excited. I think... Uh, there's uh, definitely a lot of good and bad to that um, style of racing, but um, it's definitely going to make for an exciting series. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think uh, there's they uh, they've definitely done a good job with some of the things you know with American Flat Track in setting up this year to be for an exciting year. And one of them is just where they they've put the track inside the you know the trial oval. Yes, um, you know, they've, they've given us very tight corners to navigate around and put us on twins on a TT. You know, I think there's going to be potentially some bumping and banging going on and make for some excitement, maybe even for some tempers to flare. So I'm, I'm really excited for the fans of this sport, and I hope uh, we catch the attention of some more fans because it's definitely uh, – going to be fun with this new tournament style 
and it could definitely be heartbreaking for some as well. You know, one wrong mistake, and you're watching, like you said. You know, and it's uh, man, it's it's. Uh, I've had a, a couple rough years. You know, where I've had to watch the main event that I definitely should have been in, and it's just how it's worked out. And um, you know, it wasn't for the lack of effort on anybody's part, but it was just how it worked out. And um, it's frustrating. I, I can't even begin to, to explain the, the frustration and the heartbreak that goes into that. You start questioning, man, why, why are you even doing this? I mean, you, you know you're a better rider than more than half those guys out there right now, but you're sitting in, in the stands watching them. How, how, what's going on here? <laughs> Got to turn that page. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told the jammer. Yep. Uh, that's over. It's uh, 2017, and I like the things you've said. And I, I got to tell you that, um, again, you know, I'm, I'm picking you perhaps to be the guy that stands atop the box at Daytona. And we hope you do. And real quick, got about 10 seconds. Oh, he's so awesome. He's so much fun. He likes, you know, motorcycles and bulldozers and loaders and. He, he could uh, pretty much open up his own excavating company by now with all the, the toy uh, uh, earth-moving equipment that he has. Love it. How old is he, Henry? He just turned two in November. His, what uh, I thought. His birthday's actually on the 17th. 11-17 is his birthday, and it's pretty crazy. That was the due date the whole time, and he was born on my national number, so that's pretty neat that's thing. pretty cool <laughs> and by the way happy happy 33rd birthday to you back uh, last saturday and uh best of luck to you for a super healthy and super competitive day uh, this coming thursday at daytona tt thanks so much henry it's been a treat having you on buddy and good luck we'll see you thursday thanks a lot barry good to be on all right we got ron we got the the uh, next guest is in the queue kenny coolbeth jr the king of cool is back i'm calling him the de facto leader of the factory harley davidson team as they are in uh, final prep mode for the daytona tt uh, this portion of the show brought to you by dunlop i just want to say one thing really quick about the dunlop they now have revised the Trail Smart. It used to be called a Trail Max. Now it's a Trail Smart. If you ride, and I make this quick, if you ride a BMW R1200GS, a DL650 V-Strom, a 1000 V-Strom, a host of others out there in that adventure touring category, go to DunlopMotorcycleTires.com and read all about the new Trail Smart. I have a set right now. I'm getting ready to put on a 1989 Honda Trans Alp. And from all I've read and all I've heard, it is a fantastic tire with a silica-fortified tread compound for enhanced traction and grip in the wet and dry. And the rolling resistance has been reduced for better gas mileage. I'm all in with the new Trail Smart. When we come back, it's Kenny Coolbeth. Thanks for listening. You are listening to the flagship station of MRN Radio WND. And we will be right back with the King of Cool, Kenny Coolbeth Jr. Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America.
All right, so there's two things I want to tell you this Friday night, this Friday afternoon, concrete clash on the coast at Ocean Center, $15 ahead. And I also have been remiss in not telling you, but we're going to talk about it more tomorrow night. However, this coming Saturday at the High Bank Half Mile up at New Smyrna Speedway, the world famous, and I do mean that, Billy Lane, who made his living building choppers on national television. He now is building board track racers, and there's about 16 or 18 motorcyclists going to be racing some for the very first time on pavement on 100-plus-year-old single-cylinder sing, or V-twin single-speed motorcycles with no brakes. Some of them have never been on a race bike before. Others have experience. I just hope they're all safe, and I hope you come and support Billy's Venture because it's really cool. It's called Sons of Speed, and it'll happen this coming uh, Saturday afternoon. I think get there about noon or 1 o'clock or something. You can't can't go wrong there. Great little ride out 415 to New Smyrna Speedway. And now with no further ado, I want to first tell you this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends at Bell Power Sports Bell Helmets. We appreciate the safety and comfort of bells that we wear every day of our lives, every time we are on a motorcycle. Um, real quick now, it's time to introduce the man of the hour, Kenny Coolbeth Jr., three-time series champion, the king of cool on the factory Harley-Davidson team. Kenny, welcome aboard. Welcome to WNDB and Talking Motorcycles. Hi, Barry. How you doing? Dude, I'm really good. How you feeling coming into Daytona? How are you? Good. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, hopefully all the hard work's paid off, and uh, there's a lot of hype going on, so uh, I'm ready to go. How much seat time have you had on the new XG750R? Uh, quite a bit. Quite a bit, actually. The guys have been working hard, and, uh, you know, with, uh, with testing and stuff, I think we're... Uh, we're definitely ready to go, so uh, I'm really confident in the bike, and, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be big, I think. It's going to be uh, eye-opening for a lot of people, I think. You know what? I, I believe the bike has a lot of potential. I think we saw that even in its first year uh, with Davis Fisher riding it uh, last year, a first-year expert, I think he was. You, however, are a whole different kettle of fish. Um, Kenny, you're 40 years old, or you will be, I think, um, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, sometime around the end of March, you uh, have a birthday coming up. Um, you've ridden the, X, the XR750 for your entire career, now on the water-cooled uh, XG750. Can you make any kind of – is there any comparisons between riding the new Harley XG and riding the XR750 at all, or is it just kind of like turn the page, brand-new bike, brand-new package, start over? Which is it? Yeah, it, it's 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 a motorcycle with a throttle and a brake. Really, you know, it's it's pretty pretty close to the same. You know, it's uh, the biggest benefit with the with the XG is uh, you know we have the, a lot of options with uh, you know uh, computer stuff and uh, you know mappings and stuff like that we can throw at it and uh, you know it, it's uh, it's a real we've put them through the test uh, you know in over the winter and. Uh, they're really good motors, and uh, you know it's it's the power power we can make whatever we want. You know we could, uh, like I said, there's there's so many options, which is which is awesome. How's it in a, how is it in real tight uh, technical stuff like uh, turn one is going to be in like maybe jumping? Have you done any jumping at all with it anywhere in your testing? Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's pretty much it, it carburetes good and uh, you know we've we've been working a lot on uh, carburetion because we know we're going to be low on RPMs. It's going to be pretty slow in spots, so been doing that and uh, yeah, everything uh, everything's good on the motorcycle. Uh, I think really uh, us riders we just have to do our jobs and uh, 
and uh, we have the tools, we have the people, uh, the right people working on our stuff. So it's uh, we just have to do our jobs and uh, hopefully uh, come out on top on uh, on Thursday. It's it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of what ifs going into uh, Daytona right now. There's a lot of changes, rule changes, bike changes, uh, track changes. So it's uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. What what is the one change you like the most, and what is the one change in the rules package you like the least? Uh, I like them all, really. You know, a lot of people. Don't be politically people, correct on me now. Uh-huh. Jim France most, isn't listening or anything. Yeah, it's okay. most people don't like changes, but um, as you know, you have to step outside the box to uh, to to see if you can make the might make the sport better. And uh, AFT is is doing just that, and I think it is, is in the right direction. So. Um, We'll see how it all works out, and uh, I have uh, high hopes, uh, you know, we'll be packing the stands, you know, uh, in the next few years. You've got a bunch of cool races coming. You know, you're going to be out on the miles on the XG. It's, it's just uh, going to be a kind of a year that I think everybody's holding their breath right now. I'm calling this the Vance and Hines Harley-Davidson team. Am I kind of accurate? Are they talk, calling themselves that, or how are they referring to this team? It's it's really Harley Davidson, Vance and Hines. So Harley okay. Davidson is uh, is you know the main main people behind this, and uh, Vance and Hines is uh, pretty much pretty much running the program. So uh, it's uh, it's good, you know the Vance and Hines guys uh, back at the shop and stuff. It's it's just unbelievable. You go to go into the shop and it's it's like NASCAR. So you know that that just that just gives you so much confidence. So it's it's pretty cool. I've been in that shop. It's uh, they took me to a couple of places that they don't take people, and it was like it was so clean. You could have dinner right there on the shop floor, and it was quiet and amazing. Uh, and the, the you've probably been in the manufacturing side too, where they build pipes. And I think I would like to be a, a chrome polisher when I grow up. <laughs> that guy had a great job. He just yeah. finished polished all the chrome. It was like great. Well, um, first of all, uh, I'd like to say hey to your lovely wife Jennifer and. How's that uh, little Kenny guy doing that runs good, around your good. house, Liam, that little guy? Liam is doing great. He's, uh, he's a handful. He keeps us running, and uh, it, it's good, though. I wouldn't want it any, any different. It's, uh, we just put him to bed, and uh, now we can get some stuff done. <laughs> I like it. How's your mom and dad? Are they getting a lot of miles in out there touring America? Are they getting ready to go follow you in 2017 on their Harley? Yep, they'll be, they'll be around. They're actually... Uh, Driving the race truck for for Vance and Hines, so it, oh cool, that's that's pretty cool. So uh, they'll be uh, they'll be at every race and uh, be helping out. You made the move from Morris, Connecticut, where you grew up, spent your young years and half your adult life too, and now you're in Center Hill, Florida. How do you like living in the great state of Florida? Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, we can ride. It's kind of cold here right now. It kind of sucks, but. Uh, it's it's all good, you know. There's not snow, and uh, I get to ride all year round, and and uh, you know, there's a lot of a uh, lot of riding down here. So it, it definitely uh, stepped my riding up, I think. So uh, moving moving south, so it, it, that that's a plus. If any of your family are listening on the WNDB app up in the Morris, Connecticut region, they might take issue with you saying it's really cold down here and it sucks <laughs> because it's pretty cold in Connecticut. Plus, they probably got two feet of snow. 
Big boy, we got to move on, and I can't thank you enough on behalf of all of us here at Talking Motorcycles for taking time out of your busy schedule. And in a minute and a half, can you give us a little bit of an overview of how your life has changed um, here, especially Daytona week, uh, being back with the factory Harley-Davidson team? And has it been a lot of demands on you with video, audio, uh, print interviews and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We've been running around like crazy, but... Uh... You know, it, it's all good. You know, it's uh, this is my job, and I'm uh, I treat it like a job. So it's uh, yeah, I'm good with it. You know, and uh, it's it is you gotta you gotta take it take take the goods with the bads, and uh, you know it's uh, those guys do plenty for me. So I, I feel like I uh, I owe it to them to 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 do all the press stuff. So it, it it's it's all good. I have felt for a long time that Grand National Flat Track Racing, now American Flat Track, was a sport that rewarded an experienced hand. Uh, I was announcing at Springfield when uh, Chris Carr, over 40 years old, won the mile, and in the twilight of his career was as strong as he was when he was 25. And uh, I know you were close to maybe retiring a few years ago. You'd kind of like, okay, I'm done with this. It's time to move on, time to maybe do something else. And you don't have to confirm, but I know it's true. And uh, now I'm hoping you have a real lease on life and you're ready to get out here at 40 years old and kick some tail at Daytona Thursday night. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready as I ever have been. You know, it's, uh, I, I have to be, you know. Like you said, I'm, I'm 40 years old and uh, I have to work uh, extra hard. So uh, I feel like I've uh, put in the work over the winter. I've uh, stepped it up quite a bit and uh, it's... Uh, It'll pay off. You know, uh, Daytona is going to be uh, a crapshoot, I think. You know, it's, uh, we just got to survive it and uh, collect as much points as we can. I'm going to win, obviously, going to try to win. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of what ifs, like I said earlier. So it's, it's, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to, uh, to uh, make all the guys uh, proud and, uh, you know, make the old guy, old, old guy up front. Good luck to you, Kenny. Have a great time at Daytona. Hope to see you on that podium, buddy, if not the top of the box. Good luck. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Thank you so much. Kenny Coolbeth, Jr., ladies and gentlemen, joining us here uh, on Talking Motorcycles on WNDB, and I hope you enjoyed that show. Tomorrow night we've got great guests lined up for you, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Encourage your friends to download the app. Many, many thanks again to Ross Myers, Daytona Harley, and the Concrete clash on the coast try to say that when you're in a hurry try it just try it right now thank you for listening i hope that you stick around on wndb because michael savage is coming your way here in just a moment as soon as we get the news at the top of the hour many thanks to wndb thanks to dr phil kincaid our producer back in the studio and terry saviston the man with the plan handling all the engineering here i'm barry boone good night ride safe daytona have fun shiny side up rubber side down